Hello, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of Summer Movie Club. Uh, this uh, this month, we are doing another theme. We talked about it last week. Um, we are covering all... Uh, we're covering... Well, not all the movies, but we're covering four movies from the MCU. So this is a MCU. The MC stands for Movie Club. There was a small uh, at the beginning, so... Uh, <laughs> uh, I, like, I like it. Yeah. So I, uh, for this week, I will be your host who built this podcast in a cave with a box of scraps. I'm Adam. How are you guys? And I am joined, as always, by my brother, who forgets to wear deodorant and dance with his boss in front of everyone he works with in a dress with no back. So. Daily. Daily. Um, excuse me, I'm eating conversation hearts as we talk. Um, we are covering the... Oh, the you didn't first... say my name. Huh? You didn't say my name. Oh, did I? I thought I said Zach. I'm sorry. Oh, hi, everybody. I'm Zach. Exactly. Um, we are covering the 2008 like launch of the, um, of the MCU. Uh, Iron Man. Uh, 2008's Iron Man. Sorry. I was reading a text message. Yeah, I was about to say, you're all right over there, buddy? You're a little... You're a little uh, no, I was oh, reading a conversation text message. Um, I was texting... Um, I was texting a friend of mine, a, uh, a girl that I know, um, who uh, keeps telling me she wants to listen to the podcast, but hasn't. Um, and I said to her that I had to go uh, drink and talk shit on a movie. And... Um, uh, I told her she could come hang out and talk shit on the movie as well. She just had to make a top five. So she was texting me um, uh, what she's currently working on her top five to be. So, <laughs> um, um, When you say shit on the movie, it was, does that imply that you uh, did not like this movie? No. Um, that's how I always just... Whenever people ask me about the podcast, that's what I... Um, that's just the, the answer that I give. I give, you know, it's me and my brother get drunk and talk shit on movies. Um, but I will talk about that. And, and as last week's episode proved, talk shit about movies and literally anything else besides movies. Yeah. Um, we did number guessing games. We did all kinds of shit in that seven and a half we hours. Played, we had to watch we played movie trivia. It was fun. Um, maybe yeah, we maybe are we not gamifying the podcast enough? Huh? Yeah, which is every every week now we get a game. The the podcast slowly devolves into us just playing Dungeons and Dragons. At the end of it, it's just a Twitch stream. Yeah, of us. Um, <laughs> but 2008's Iron Man, um, after being held captive <laughs> in an Afghan cave, billionaire engineer Tony Stark creates a unique weaponized suit of armor to fight evil. Um, I'm just laughing. I'm laughing myself just like. Somebody like years down the line, like super into us, are like, I wonder why this Twitch stream of Fortnite is called Summer Movie Club. <laughs> um, movie was directed by John Favreau. Um, John Favreau has directed a decent amount of stuff. I mean, um, I mean, probably like his big, like the thing, like uh, like like the big thing that people usually like say, like oh, it was John, like Elf is like he's. Mm. He directed like what like a modern holiday classic. Um, yeah. Directed Zathura, which is just 
Jumanji in space. Right. Um, bizarre. Directed, huh? That, that it's bizarre that that movie exists. No. Um, directed Iron Man 1, Iron Man 2, Cowboys and Aliens. Apparently directed an episode of The Office. Um, Which one? Uh, moving on, 2013, whatever season that one was. Um, uh, I'd have to look up. Huh? I'd have to look up and see. I'm, 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 I'm clicking on it right now. I'm going to read the synopsis. Uh, Andy finds out that Aaron dumped him. Oh, Andy finds out that Aaron dumped him for Pete. Dwight gets Angela's help taking care of his aunt, and Pam interviews with a real estate firm who bosses a carbon copy of Michael Scott. Oh, her boss, it's the one with Bob Odenkirk. Oh, is that that one? Okay. I, I remember that one. Um, oh, when I just clicked back over to John Favreau's thing, it fucked up what I had. Um, where was I? He was at that. He directed that episode of The Office. Um, directed the movie Chef. Did you see Chef? Uh, no, I didn't. I, I, my the only exposure I have to Chef is the multiple um, binging with Irish episodes. Um, directed the live action Jungle Book, uh, the live action Lion King. Uh, Gnomes and Goblins, which apparently is a video game, directed one episode of The Mandalorian. Um, which I could have swore he directed more of them, but he, he's directed one episode of The Mandalorian. Um, and he has uh, been announced to direct the, the second, the sequel to the live action Jungle Book. Um, real quick before I get into I believe, he's, I, believe huh? he's, I believe he's credited as creating the um, the Mandalorian. Um, I believe he is I, as well. Yeah, that's not a belief. He is. He's credited as created, <laughs> creating the... Uh, he, um, um, I think he, he also... Um, he also has... Does he also have creator credits for a book of Boba Fett? You mean the book of the Mandalorian? <laughs> the book of the Mandalorian? Um, uh, yes, I believe he does have uh, creating credits for that as well. I um he also writes all he, of the I could have swore he directed more more episodes though. No, I think um, he writes them and then other people d- direct them. Oh, like okay. uh, like Bryce Dallas Howard directed a couple. Um, she's Wattini. also directed Taking with TD directed one. Um, um Taking with TD directed. Before I get into the cuz there's four people who have screen pre- screenplay credits. Um, before I get into them, I just want to quickly read off the um, the people who have credits for characters, all the comic book writers who created these characters. Um, the late, great Stan Lee, Don Heck, Larry Lieber, and Jack Kirby. Um, we're, we're, those names are going to probably pop up a lot over the course of the next month, so I figured mm-hmm. we'd just get them out of the way and um, hop into these screenplays. We have uh, Mike Fergus. Mark Fer- Fergus, excuse me. Um the only thing, oh, I, I just realized uh, he, there is something else I recognized by him. A bunch of stuff, actually. Um, uh, apparently, wrote the screenplay for Children of Men, uh, screenplay for Iron Man, screenplay for Cowboys and Aliens. Um, he wrote, uh, looks like a bunch of episodes of the TV show The Expanse, which I've never watched, but Bald Move raves about it. Um, we have Hawk Ostby. Ostby who has very similar credits, actually, like identical credits um, to Mark Fergus. Um, Art Markham has uh, Iron Man, Punisher Warzone, Transformers The Last Night, Men in Black International. He wrote Uncharted, which is coming out. Um, 
and then uh, he has a credit for an early scream, earlier screenplay, whatever the fuck that means, of Masters of the Universe, which is in pre-production. Um, and then we have Mark Holloway, who has very similar writing credits. Well, well uh, both of these, um, there's, there, there, we we see this often. We have we two have uh, two sets of two sets of amber sands. Mm-hmm. So writing um, teams, yeah, yeah. Uh, movie stars, uh, of course, the movie stars Robert Downey Jr. in the titular role of Iron Man slash Tony Stark. Uh, we have uh, Terrence Howard, who I'm sure is good enough to be brought back for the sequel. We have Jeff Bridges, Gwyneth Paltrow. Um, that's really all. I mean, I'll I'll I'll, I'll throw in um, Sean Taub, who I believe is the guy who helps Tony in the cave. Well, I and, also I also threw in Leslie Bibb as Christina Everhart, uh, Clark uh, Gregg as Agent Colt. You get your first. Uh, I, see, I, was, I was skipping. I was skipping over um, yeah. the reporter and going down to them. Far Faran Faran Tahir uh, plays the bald leader uh, terrorist of the Ten Rings. We have Clay, Craig Clark Gregg. Excuse me. Um, Wait, are they? The, they're the Ten Rings. Is that who they are? Yeah. So are they the terrorist organization from? Uh, Shun Shun Li and the Shun Li Cheng Sheng Sheng Shung Sheng, Jackie Chan. No, I yes, Sheng Shung. Is it? Is that how? What is it? Would that movie sounds horribly racist? Yeah, I know. Um, this is from uh Asian face in his. Yeah, uh, we have Saeed uh Badria. Oh, I was right. It's Shang Chi. Shang Chi, who is the heavy set terrorist leader. Um, and then we have Paul Bettany as uh, the voice of Jarvis, um, which if you're going, John... and John Favreau himself as Happy. Yeah, Hogan. we have John Favreau as uh, as he's he's listed as Hogan um, in on IMDb, but his name's in the in the in the MCU his name's ha- his name's Happy Hogan, and no one calls him Hogan aside from Robert Downey Jr. like once in this movie. Um, everybody else just calls him Happy. Um, but um, but yeah. So that's our cast and our crew, and the uh, four guys who created all the fucking characters. And um, we'll see you next week. For and we'll see you guys next week. Uh, movie starts off with a uh, "Back in Black" by um, uh, ACDC. This well, movie, this movie, the movie just starts off with. Uh, huh? I was gonna say the movie starts off with the old Marvel opening, like uh, oh old, yeah, which looks so basic compared to. Yeah. How it is now. Now it's, yeah, now, it's now it's very elaborate. Um, um, but yeah, the movie starts off with the song "Back in Black," um, uh, which I think I, I is uh, uh, was mentioned when we did uh, what's it called? Fighting with my family because we kept talking about how her hair, hair was went back to black, and I said I was very proud of us that we went that entire oh, conversation yeah. with us. Without mentioning ACDC, um, uh, I was saying this 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 movie is just like I feel like this movie is just filled with songs that like the riffs in the the guitar riffs in the songs are just like the guitar riffs that every guitar player knows how to play. Like every guitar player knows how to play "Back in Black" and every guitar player knows how to play "Iron Man." I'm sure there's I like, another, I like I'm sure how there's more the big, ACDC in there that I don't remember. I like how during the big fight scene at the end, um, they played the uh, play stairway. Yeah. 
Um, I, I, the first, I have a line. The, my first line from the movie that I would note about is um, when they're driving in the Humvee, uh-huh. and like the person who's driving is, he, is a woman. Starts oh, talking, yeah. and and Howard Dean Jr. just goes, "Good God, you're a woman." Did not did not call that. <laughs> um, I like how he brought his own glass. Oh liquor. yeah, well you see that you see like he opens up yeah. a briefcase that turns into like a dry bar. I forgot the reasoning for him being there, so like I forgot that there was even a uh, uh, like a, a like this was this was a flash forward technically. Yeah. I forgot all about that. Yeah, um, I like when they're in the Humvee and the guy goes like, "Can I?" Is like, "Would it be cool if I took a picture with you?" And he's like, "It would be very cool." Yes. And then the good he <laughs> the guy throws him a peace sign. He's like, "Please, no gang signs." The guy puts his hand. He's like, "I'm just kidding. Throw it up." <laughs> He's very, uh, very charismatic. That Robert Downey Jr. Yeah, um, the intro goes from like fun and laughy to very like to jarring just very quickly. Like they have like it's just like kind of like shaky, blurry camera and like the ringing like in your ear is a nice touch to it. Um, but yeah, um, I'm curious, Zach, what video, what company video camera do you think terrorists use the most? Uh, they, they seem like a, they're like a Panasonic. No, there's a I forget what kind of what kind of camera it is, but there's like a there's a like a video camera that like skateboarders really like, like all of the like skate videos like in the '90s and like early 2000s were shot on this one camera, so like they still use them today even though they're like wildly outdated. When you said they they use this one camera, I just imagine it being like one single camera that they all. It's just a camera that gets passed other. around. Yeah. <laughs> um. I I hate it when movies. Um. There's like this. There's like they they have like the little. I don't even know what the fuck you want to call it, but like the like the exposition dump, where like they're showing like Tony like all like Tony's life, where it's like he built his first engine when he was like six and like. Um. Oh, I, I, had really... question, I, I had a question in my notes at one point. Do you think somewhere down the line, like in the future, when nobody like cares anymore, that well, I guess Marvel wouldn't care either, but like Marvel will go back and retcon all the stuff that like, like, like for instance, they'll go and they'll put John Slattery in this movie, like digitally put John Slattery as 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 Howard Stark. Did they? No, I'm asking if you think there'll be a point. Oh, probably not. Like where, like how Lucas put uh, Hayden Christensen at yeah, the end probably, of, I mean, hopefully of not. Jedi. I think they're smarter than that to like to fuck with it. Um, no, I don't know. I don't think these movies are held as sacred as like Star Wars is. But I, I again, think, see, I think they might be though. I don't. Uh, I think the overall MCU is, and to retcon things that are for our consistent with the MCU as a whole, mm-hmm. I think could be seen favorably. Like, I'm sure there's as many people that are like, I don't like how let's not like John Slattery is, is Howard Stark and now, like, they have this other guy. No. I don't know. Could go either way. I don't, I don't know if anybody will care to do it. Like, I don't think but I don't think because yeah. the reason, like, Lucas did it was because he find, he was so precious about those movies. Um, but yeah, they do oh. the little uh, they do the little flashback. I do have 
um, the note that Obadiah Stain is a top-notch bad guy name. Yeah. Um, um, where? Um, oh, I have a, I have a, the joke that I made while I was reading the, the cast. I said, oh, shit, Terrence Howard. He's a good actor. Hopefully they keep him around for the sequel. Do you prefer Terrence Howard or Don Cheadle? I mean, it's honestly like, I think they both do a good job. Um, I don't, I don't think I have a preference, honestly. Like, I think they both do a good job in it. Um, I think Don Cheadle might be able to, because at the MCU, the MCU um, has like a, you know, kind of like a goofy, like tone to it at times. So I feel like Don Cheadle might do the goofy better than Terrence Howard could. Well, I like Don Cheadle as an actor in general better than Terrence Howard. Don, I said Don Cheadle, right? Not Don, Don Howard. I like Don Cheadle as an actor in general more than Terrence Howard. So I would, I would, I, I was, I'm more than happy that they made this switch. I can't think of anything where, like, I saw that I like. I can't like the only thing I can think of with Terrence Howard in, and I thought Terrence Howard was good in it. Was Hustle and Flow? I've never seen Hustle and Flow. I don't like three I, six month reviews. I I saw it a long time ago, um, but um, I don't believe in organized crime, so I can't. I, I I'm not down with three six month What What do you say? I said I don't. I don't. I don't like organized crime, so I'm not down with three six month here. That's true. Um, yeah, I. I can't think of anything else. That t- What's, what was the movie that had like everybody in it? Was it Crash? Or was it Crash? Crash. Both, um, really. Uh, huh? Both, really. But which is the one with Terrence Howard in it? Crash? Crash, I think. That's the one where Matt Dillon plays a racist cop? Yeah. Yeah. I've never seen it. I've seen like the opening like scene of it. Wait, hold which, on. if I'm not mistaken, is like Terrence Howard getting roadhead from Zoe Saldana. Um, I or not Zoe Saldana, is it Tandy Newton? I hate to inform you, Adam, that Don Cheadle isn't Crash, huh? Uh, Don Cheadle isn't Crash, is he? Not Ter- Terrence Howard is not in Crash. What bullshit? Gonna look up Terrence Howard. Just to... I'm looking up Terrence Howard right now. I'm pretty sure. Oh, he's in Crash. Sure it's movie... like he's way down the line then. I'm pretty sure that movie opens with Terrence Howard. Yeah, he's right there in fucking Crash. His name's Cameron. It's in his fucking known for. Yeah, but he's like way. Oh no, right, there well, is. I'm pretty sure the movie. I'm pretty oh, yeah. sure the movie Crash opens. Let's with... just say he's 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 billed after James Haggis, who plays Lara's friend. I'm pr- all right. Listen, I'm pretty sure. Is it? It is. Is it Tandy Newton or is it? It it's is Tandy Newton. Um. I'm pretty sure that movie starts off with Tandy Newton giving Terrence Howard roadhead, and then them getting pulled over by racist Matt Dillon. Doesn't Tandy Newton sound like a candy bar? It does. That's actually like, not how she pronounces her name now. Because she sounds like a candy bar? Huh? Because she sounded like a candy bar? Yeah, like she because because I think it used to just be like it used to be spelled like Tandy, like T H A N D I E. But now the way she spells it, there's like a W, and she pronounces it wacky. Um, I saved up all my allowance so I can go down to the corner store and buy me two Tandy Newtons. Two Tandy Newtons, two root beer barrels, and a Tandy Newton. Um, 
Uh, oh, but I, yeah, my, that's I an gonna, insanely obscure reference. Excuse me, I burped. Um, I realized um, that in my notes, I only refer to Jeff Bridges' character as his name in the movie once. And every other time I see he's, in, I have a note about him. I refer to him as the dude. Um, I remember there's a, a list. I think it was on Cracked, where it was like a a list of like top five worst movie scientists of all time, and um, Tony Stark was on the uh, Robert Downey Jr.'s Tony Stark was on the list because he's like, you built this awesome fucking weaponized suit, and then you let the fucking dude steal it, like. <laughs> Um, I feel like Robert Downey Jr. is just pretty much playing himself in movies at this point. Yeah. Um, and I have a note about it later on, um, but I'll mention it now since I said that. Um, I feel like Robert Downey Jr. feels the way he, the way, I feel like he feels about playing Tony Stark the way that Johnny Depp feels about playing Jack, Captain Jack Sparrow. Like, like I feel like he likes it. Like I feel like you could you could convince Robert Downey Jr. to like dress up in an Iron Man costume and go fucking walk around, you know, Disney World or whatever. I don't know because I feel like Johnny Depp is just will play that character forever. Where Robert Downey Jr. has already stepped away from the role. Um, are they still making pirate? Do people still want to work with Johnny Depp? Like they kicked Johnny Depp out of the fucking Fantastic. Yeah, I think he was, like, accidentally, like, canceled. Like, I think he got canceled, and actually, he was the victim. He got canceled, and everyone was like, oh, no, he cut his finger off. Is that the story? Like, she cut his finger off or some shit? Tried to. I don't know. Something like that. Yeah. Um, I like where he's he's at the table. He's at the the craps table. And um, he tries to get Terrence Howard to blow all his dice, and he's just like, I don't blow on a man's dice. (laughs) Uh, um, uh, what was I going to say? Oh, your if if your intro wasn't the thing about her forgetting to wear deodorant and dancing with her boss in front of everyone she works with, um, your 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 um, your intro is going to be this the line from uh, that the reporter gives, which is um, you know, you've been called the Da Vinci of our time. How do you feel about that? And he's like, ridiculous. I don't paint. <laughs> Sorry, I'm working on getting chocolate milk. Um, uh, I'm, to, I'm looking at my notes. Uh, yeah, why is the award ceremony taking place in a Las Vegas hotel and casino? Because that's what you do. Is it? Yeah. Is it? I mean, why not? You know, like why? Like they're. I feel like those things suck. So you might as well have them somewhere fun. I guess. I just don't, I don't know. I, just, I, I never thought of a hotel and casino as the. Because what is it? Like a humanitarian award or something? I don't even fucking know. Um, I like the line that he says uh, peace, is ha- peace is having a bigger stick than the other guy. Mm-hmm. I like it. Um. I just scrolled way too far past my notes. Um, I, uh, I I think I think I've already made half my jokes already in the in the um, 
Did I suddenly say something about like not being like being okay with being woken up by Paul Bettany's voice? No. Oh well, okay. So he wakes. So what's your face? What's the actress's name? Leslie Bitt. Leslie Bitt. Um, Leslie Bitt wakes in wakes up in Tony's bed. Bees at, at the end of that, Adam. What? Bees at the end of that, not T's. Oh, Bib. Leslie Bibb um, gets woken up by Jarvis, and I said that you know w- waking up to Paul Bettany's voice isn't a bad thing. Like he's got a he's got a nice British voice. Um, That's Jennifer Connelly. Yeah, seriously. Um, is it just me or is like Leslie Bibb kind of? She's just like I feel like I've seen her in a bunch of stuff, but like I can't think of anything else that she's been in. She was on that show, Popular. Yeah, but, like, that's what I mean. Like, she seems just like a generic, like, late 90s, early 2000s attractive girl. But, like, that's all she ever was. You know what I mean? I think she's, um, I think she's, uh, yeah, she's with uh, Sam Rockwell. He might have seen her on the arm of Sam Rockwell. Oh, is she with Sam Rockwell? Apparently she plays, apparently she plays, um, I never realized this, but she plays uh, Will Ferrell's wife in Talladega Nights. Oh, yeah, she does. Yeah, she does. Um, hey, driver, drive, please. Uh, where the fuck was I? Um, uh, I like the line. Um, oh, um, let me remember how last week we were talking about how. I think my attraction to like a girl like in a robe it stems from uh, Kate Winslet in Titanic. Yeah. Do you think that girls understand how hot it is when they're just wearing a guy's button down? No, you're not. Huh? No, you know what? They do. They do? Do you think they do it like that's my question. Do you think they do it on purpose because they know that it's hot? Or do you yeah. think they're just like grabbing the first thing that they can find, which is just why would, happens to be an why would the shirt? most convenient thing for them to grab be a thing they have to button? I don't know, but it's hot, and I'm on board with it. Um, I like the sick burn from Pepper of a, a case. She's like, "Oh, what a!" It's like you just do everything. She's like, "Yeah, sometimes I t- occasionally take out the trash." It's like, "Ooh, sick burn!" And she Adam also has Pepper. a really good. She burns her again in Iron Man 2 when um, Sam Rockwell says that she's doing a full spread on him for Vanity Fair. And she just goes, oh, she did a full spread on Tony last year. <laughs> Do you think it's weird that Gwyneth Paltrow was in the MCU? Yeah. A little bit. Like, she should just only be making vagina candles. Mm-hmm. Um... <laughs> Uh, where was I? This candle smells like goop. Yeah. Um. Oh, I like when they get on when they get on Tony's private plane, and like he just has flight attendants who double as strippers. Yeah, what's with that? <laughs> like, I don't. I that's what that. I'm trying to figure out. Like, I'm trying to figure out if they're if like that's what the deal is. Like, they're strippers, but he just hires them as flight attendants, or if he just got his flight attendants drunk enough to like dance slutty on a plane for him. It seems creepy and not cool to me. In, no, in it, seem, it seems like some sort of like in some sort of weird, weird money transaction. I don't like yeah. it. Um, I don't know why, but I have the, 
I have the I have the the quote from the office where I want people to fear how much they love me or whatever he says. Uh, do do I would I rather do I want to be loved or feared? Uh, both. I want people to fear be afraid of how much they love me. Yeah. I don't, I don't remember why I wrote that, but I think there's like a line of something like fear, like respected or something like that. Or I don't remember. Um, I also like the line, uh, the line where he's, he's giving the presentation of the Jericho missiles and he's just like the best weapon is one you never have to fire. I prefer the one you only have to fire once. That's how dad did it. That's how America does it. <laughs> um, um. And then this is that scene, um, the the whole Jericho missile uh, display or whatever you want to call it, um, is what leads up to the 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 flash forward that we opened with with the with the before we skip it. I don't like when Obadiah calls him on the phone and he's shirtless in bed. Oh yeah, he's just like he's he's trying to seduce the fuck out of Tony. Um. Uh, oh, so yeah, we jump, we jump back to we're, we're we're now where we started. Yeah, we're now where we started, and like we have, um, I don't see now. I can't remember, and I literally just watched it like yesterday. Did in the flash forward, do we see him get blown up by the 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 ordinance that says Stark Industries on it, or do we see that now? I think we see it now. Okay. Um, so yeah, we have the whole thing of like him running from the explosions and like basically like literally every single person who's in the Humvee with dies um, or is at least wounded. Um, and uh, he takes dies for cover behind a rock and one of his uh, a missile with his, with his, you know, his logo on it blows up five feet from him. And uh, he wakes up. Tell that with... girl to leave you alone. Huh? Tell that girl to leave you alone. What are you talking here. about? Your phone just vibrated. Did it? Yeah, that, that's impressive because I didn't even feel it. You could hear it. I didn't even. Could you hear it? I'm sorry. Um, no, Adam, I felt it. You felt it vibrate. <laughs> um, we have a. Uh, Tony wakes up in the same bed that Neo wakes up in the Matrix when he's on the Nebuchadnezzar. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, um, that thing. Oh, I said he woke up and immediately pulls out his NG tube. He's what we call a problem patient. Yeah, he's a pain in the ass. Um, um, one time I, one, one time I accidentally pulled a patient's NG tube out a little bit. Oh, that sucks. Not a lot, but just like I maybe just, like pulled it out, like I backed it out maybe like an inch. <laughs> just a tip to see how it feels. Yeah, I forget what happened. Like I think we were trying to like, we were trying to like pull the patient or like roll the patient or something like that. And they, what they did when, like, the NG tube wasn't hooked up to the drainage, they would always, like, safety pin it to the patient's apron, uh, to the patient's apron, to the patient's gown. And we were, like, moving the patient or something, and it tugged the gown, which was connected to the NG tube, and pulled it out of their nose a little bit. I was like, oh, shit. Um, I, I was moving a bed one time. I think it was a suction. The suction part that connects to the tube. Um, like caught on the corner of the bed or something and whipped around and, and like literally like went across the lips of the guy I was moving the bed with like in the part between his lips like the the, 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 the tubing like literally just perfectly gross like, yeah it was pretty gross one time I was moving a patient and um, 
we were sliding them over onto a CAT scan table. Um, do you remember the, the little drains that they used the patients used to have that looked like the little ball that you blow up a blood pressure cuff with? Mm-hmm. We were, a patient had one of them and like no one said anything to us and we didn't realize it until we started sliding the patient over, but it got stuck underneath them and it pulled out. So when it pulled out, it like whipped blood. And I had like a like a few specks of blood on my khakis. Um, one time we were moving a patient in CAT scan. It was this giant guy, like like not like fat, like just an overall, just a big dude. And yeah. he was intubated, and he was like under. And we pulled him across, and his IV line tore out. And the, without his sleepy juice, he like woke right up. I like was not pleased to have a tube down his throat in a minute. He will so like, but he's like a giant guy, and like we're all trying to like yeah. calm him down and like wrestle him away from pulling from from um extubating himself. Anyway. This, this has been hospital stories with Zach and Adam. Um uh, that thing in, in Tony's chest looks like it just like would hurt. Like it doesn't look like it's gonna heal. Like it's just like a constant. It yeah, it just looks like it's gonna fester. Um, I um, like the idea of a a video camera, a security camera attached to a cave. Yeah, it's kind of rad. I think the best part about the thing, like when they're in the cave before he makes like the newer arc reactor, is that they have him hooked up to a car battery, and just like you at certain points, like. When they take him outside and show him all like the weapons, he's literally just holding a car battery. Because <laughs> car batteries, like car batteries, are like surprisingly heavy. Like mm-hmm. they're not big, and then you don't like you look at them and be like, "Oh, I could pick that's that's not going to be an issue." And then you pick it up and you're like, "Oh, this is fucking weight to it." Like, yeah, they're dense. This is a crazy fucking thing. Um, we have these at work when we unload the truck. I, they're, I, th- I forget what they are. It's some sort of like nail or like staple or something like that because it goes in the one like the aisle where like the nail guns are. Um, but it's these little boxes. They're probably like six inches by like, like six inches by three inches by like two inches. Like they're little tiny fucking boxes, but they're dense as fuck. Like you, like you look at it and you're like, oh, I can just one, one hand that. Like these little tiny boxes need like you need two hands. Like, <laughs> um, I like yeah, um, dense huh? like a dying star. Yeah, exactly. Um, like like David Spade. He's a dying star, right? Um, it's a weird shot you're taking a David Spade. Yeah, I don't know why David Spade was the first name that popped into my head. Um, <laughs> poor David Spade. Yeah. I know. Uh, take I, like, it down unnecessarily. I like the line he says. Uh, he says, "I'll be dead in a week." Um, I think, I think Tony says he'll be dead in a week, and then the guy who he's in the cave with says, "Well, then it's a very important week." Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, we mentioned it a second ago. Um, they mentioned it in this movie that the terrorist organization is the Ten Rings. Um, I missed that completely. Or maybe I. Then, I heard it, and then I was too busy trying to pronounce the name of the character. Yeah. Um, when we get to Iron Man 3, the Ten Rings make a another appearance. Mm-hmm. 
um, with uh, Ben Kingsley as the the I was going to say the Mandalorian as the Mandarin. I almost uh, said the Mandalorian as well. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, at one point, they're playing backgammon. Zach, do you know how to I play backgammon? I do not. I was, that's one of my notes is that I do not know how to play backgammon. We've we've always had a backgammon board in our house. Like I remember, like up the campground. Do you remember the suitcase? Yeah. The the, the backgammon suitcase. It was just always there. Like I've always wanted to learn how to play backgammon, but I just never did, have. Did did the backgammon case make the, the move? What? Did the backgammon? Oh, I don't know. Case... But we were talking about we were talking about it. Um, we were talking about it the other day, me and mom, because I was I was going to ask her because apparently she knows how to play. So I was going to tell her to teach me how to play. And we were looking for that, and we couldn't find it. So I don't know. I don't know where it is. Um, it's probably like tucked into like a closet somewhere. Um, I remember, it had those fuzzy cups. The, the inside yeah, of the cups were. It had like the fuzzy Yahtzee cups. Yeah. Um. We have a. Uh, he's talking about how much when he when he makes the new, improved version of the little arc reactor. Um, he says it pro- it produces like three gigawatts or something like that, mm-hmm. or gigawatts, um, g- gigajoules. It produces it produces three gigajoules, um, and I'm curious on what's bigger, three gigajoules or one point twenty one gigawatts. Uh, my guess is joules. Joule- gigajoules sounds like a a big number. <laughs> I don't know because like like gigawatts always um always seemed like a like a made up term but like I think we looked it up and it's like legit like <laughs> uh do you do you realize the the problem with that conversation though what cuz what's the next thing the guy says to him when he tells him how much I don't remember he says that the that amount of energy could power his heart for X amount of time, or uh-huh. power X now. That's not what the thing does. It doesn't power his heart. No, it's a it's an electromagnet. Yeah. Um, my note was my note is uh for about the gigajoules is uh three gigajoules isn't enough to make you go back in time. Um. Uh, tell me, can you tell me one experience Zach you've ever seen in movies or TV or? Like real life, where a terrorist putting somebody on their knees ever ended well. Uh, I don't think that that scenario is ever supposed to end well. I don't. Nah. I can't think of. I can't think of the situation where I'm like, oh, this ended well. Like I can't like, think, like realistically. A terrorist puts somebody on their knees and then they propose to their girlfriend. He put, puts them on their knees and then like places a tray in front of them with ice cream on it. I don't. I don't <laughs> know what's supposed to happen in that scenario. That would be a good ending. No. Um, uh, Tony, Tony, um, this is, this is like the first instance we get of Tony having a heart. Um, well, where powered Tony, by the, uh, huh? Powered by, he's got enough energy he's to power. got enough gigajoules to, uh, to power it. So, um, but yeah, this is like, this is like every, everything we've seen of Tony up until now, he's been a selfish, you know, billionaire playboy. Um, but this is like the first time that we actually see that he has the ability. He's like, he's like, 
He's like a Vince Vaughn movie where it's like, oh, I have the inability to love. Oh, wait, no, I don't. Um, Excuse me. Do you feel like bad guys in movies have an unrealistic sense of how long things take? Uh, what's your example? Like, they're always giving you, like, 24 hours to do something. Like, they're telling them that they have 24 hours to finish building the Jericho missile. Like, I don't think you guys know how long it takes to build a Jericho missile. Well, he had, I mean, at this point, we're looking at, like, three months. Yeah. So, he, I guess at this point, he, he, he said it should be done by now, so. Yeah. Um, Tony, we, we, we finally get Tony, um, you know, getting into the Mark One and um, it booting up and everything. I'm, I'm sorry, I, I included in here a joke that I read on the internet. I think it was on the internet. I saw it somewhere while I was watching the movie. Um, what do Alexander the Great and Winnie the Pooh have in common? What? They have the same middle name. I like that. Um, it's it's, like, it's such like a very like dad joke. It's like it's very much like a, you know there's more planes in the ocean than there are submarines in the sky. It's very plain to see. <laughs> like that. Um, oh yeah. So Tony's Tony's assistant um, sacrifices himself so that Tony can get the suit booted up and. Um, make his escape um and then tony finds him uh dying and dead and uh like tony just automatically goes into like revenge out for blood mode i like the first suit it's not as cool as the 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 normal suit but it's cool in a different way it's cool in like a like a diy hodgepodge type of way like a, it looks like a, it's cool and like it looks like the Iron Giant kind of way. Um, I think it's weird. Like we'll talk about it later on in the, when we get towards the end of the movie. Oh, excuse me. That um, actually, I'm going to save it. I'm going to save it for the end because <clears throat> it's where it really comes in. Well, I have um, a, a question then. If yeah. you were with Tony's intellect in Tony's position, would your mind go to um? Weapon suit as your first like you, like you're giving an opportunity to make something would would um, you're like I need to make something to help me escape would an iron suit be your 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 go to idea? Um, I mean maybe because like anything else that you really build can also cause harm to yourself. Like if you're like oh I'm gonna escape I'm gonna build a bomb and, and blow myself out of here. Like it's gonna, you have the the possibility of, of injuring yourself and dying. Um, <clears throat> but I mean, if you build the iron suit, you, um, you know, you can just walk out of there. Um, hold on, I'm gonna grab another beer. Okay, I'll uh, keep talking. I guess where are we at? Uh, oh, I don't. I call a. Uh... A little bit of bull. He's got this iron suit that, like, can withstand uh, bullets and, and attacks and stuff, and then it kind of just explodes apart when he falls down, when he crashes. Hopefully, we'll show that a little bit. Um, What'd you say? 
Oh, I call bullshit on how the suit comes apart when he crashes after he like. Oh yeah, it just falls apart like very conveniently. Okay. Yeah, because considering how uh, he had withstood like uh, gunfire and all that stuff, and then. Um, I like how uh, when he uh, gets rescued and, and, and Rhodes meets him again, he Rhodes isn't immediately like, "What the fuck is that in your chest?" Oh yeah. That would be my first question. Um, what's his name? Kind of almost had it. Like, I, like that's the thing. Like, because Obadiah has that same thing where it's like, he's like, let me see it. And he's like, who told you about it? And like, someone fucking told Like, you have a big fucking light bulb in your chest, dude. Like, he was good to find out originally. Or re- eventually, I should say. And originally. Exactly. You would have found out originally. Mm. I um, I have pizza now, Zach. Oh, I had a piece of pizza a minute ago while we were talking. Cold pizza. Are you eating cold pizza? Yeah. Nice. Absolutely. Um, yeah. it's Domino's though, and I don't care for Domino's. No, I don't like. To, I I miss old Domino's. Mm. Um. Do you think setting explosives on fire is dangerous? Because I'm pretty sure it is. Well, it makes them. I would imagine it would make them do the thing that they do. Which yeah. Explode. Because it seems, like almost, it, seems, it seems almost like usually, um, what makes them explode is sort of fire, but within. So introducing fire from without, um, seems like it would it would and it it would also <laughs> result in in uh, <clears throat> explosions. Um, uh, where are we with this? Uh, I mentioned that Gwyneth Paltrow looks super freckly at one point. I don't remember what, what that was. Uh, uh, she, she does have like a very just like, like a, like a very like, like raggedy end type look to her. Like she's just very like ginger in this movie. Uh, I have a note that I don't think I knew, um, even having seen this movie before, I guess I didn't pay attention. Uh, I don't think I knew that that's what S.H.I.E.L.D. stood for. Oh yeah. Even now, I can't remember what it even even was. Um, oh, I like how he he uh, at the meeting he has everybody sit down and then he sits down, but then he mm-hmm. stands up at a certain point. I was like, he's fucking with the dynamics of the meeting he set up. Yeah. Um, I have noticed that uh, if this if this happened to me, if what what happened to Tony happened to me, and I got free and I got back to America. I'm pretty sure the first thing I would want as well is a cheeseburger. An American cheeseburger? Yeah. Um, Adam, good news. I just took a quiz on BuzzFeed uh, uh, determining which Euphoria character I was based on my gas station food purchases. Yeah. I'm Fezco. Oh, really? Yeah. You're Fezco, a.k.a. just who I'm pretty sure is just Mac Miller's little brother. Um, I also didn't know his name was Fezco. I thought his name was just Fez up until this season. Even though last night Becky or the night before Becky put on, because uh, someone she works with was talking about Euphoria, and she hasn't watched any of it. She put on the first episode, and you're introduced to him as Fezco. I guess I just never, I never internalized the co. <laughs> um, how much do you think Burger King paid? Oh, for the cheeseburger lot. he gets to be a Burger King burger. A whole lot. 
You know what? I don't know. Probably not as much as you'd think because this, this this movie probably wasn't a surefire hit. It was kind of a because it was kind of a lower tier superhero. It's not a Batman. It's not a Superman. It's not a Spider Man. Um, um, and they were uh, they 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 cast somebody who wasn't necessarily. He had a, a little bit of a resurgence at that point. He was in Kiss Kiss Bang Bang and and stuff like that. But I don't think he had he he hadn't like you know come around completely. Um, so I bet this was kind of a, a risky, so I, I bet they got, uh, I, 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 I bet they got kind of not as much money for that as you would think, not as much money as you would now. Uh, um, cause there's way more product placement in this movie. Mm-hmm. At a certain point, the movie just becomes an Audi ad. Um, Oh, I like when you're at the conference and the dude from Shield is talking to Pepper, and she's like, "We've already been contacted by the DoD, the FBI, the CIA," and in my head, I just went the YMCA, the NAACP. <laughs> Interestingly enough, the IRA. Yeah. Um, if I was oh, in I a position a, like Tony, I just took, to hold, to hold I just took another quiz, Adam. Um, to find out not necessarily what my favorite character from Euphoria is, but which character I act like. And I'm Rue's new friend, Elliot. Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. That's fun. So um, I'm, so if, if anybody out there is wondering what Zach's like in real life, I'm kind of a mix of Fezco and Elliot. So just imagine imagine, imagine a... a those those two characters thrust together to make imagine an ethnically ambiguous Mac Miller who's on drugs and sells them sells yes. them and does them just all up in the drug game <laughs> um and they play guitar yeah does that make you my ashtray mm-hmm yep <laughs> I fucking hate you dude I um you. I um, I, I don't even remember if I said it, but I said if I was in the position that Tony is to hold press conferences, I would always make everyone sit on the floor. I'm sorry, my baby's calling me. Mm. Um, I like at the press conference when like Tony makes the announcement that they're no longer making weapons. And then, like Obadiah, kind of like shuts it down and takes it over. He's like, "I think what we can take take away from this is, you know, Tony's back." And <laughs> uh, sorry, I, I had to step away for a brief second. Uh, there was a dinosaur on the screen. I need to be made aware of. Oh, okay. Yeah, the kids are watching. Are have now cycled full circle back around to the first episode of uh, Jurassic World Camp Crustaceous. Oh, nice. Um. Way back before Ben fell off the tram, uh, way back before they found the boat, you know, we're way back there. <laughs> They're just wide-eyed, innocent uh, uh, black children and uh, Instagram influencers, and uh, I think one of them's a track star of some sort, even though she's like, like 11 or something. Um Anyway, there was a very interesting dinosaur I needed to see. So I went and saw it. 
<laughs> I don't know what it is. But just that line of like young what did you say optimistic black kids? No, just no, they're just wide eyed wide eyed black kids and then social media influencers and track stars and the chubby one who's a spy. Spoiler uh, uh, alert. Spoiler alert. Um <laughs> I uh, I really wanted to sing this next note, but I'm not going to. But it's uh, Jeff Bridges riding on a Segway. Jeff Bridges riding on a Segway. Jeff Bridges riding on a Segway. He has no hair. <laughs> um, next line. Not enough is uh, not enough is uh, talked about uh, chimpanzee riding on a Segway. Yeah. One time we were at work. And the dude who brings his computer is like asking for suggestions for videos. And I was like, put on baby baby monkey riding on a monkey baby monkey riding on a pig backwards or whatever it's called. Mm-hmm. Riding backwards on a pig. That's what it is. Baby monkey. Riding backwards on a pig, baby monkey. And I was like, put on fuzzy fuzzy cute cute. <laughs> oh, I forgot about fuzzy fuzzy cute cute. Oh, keep on dancing, you funky little chicken. Um Ah, the internet. Uh, uh, the early internet. <laughs> um, it used to be a place of joy and happiness, and now it's just a hellhole of uh, TikToks and people who make me sad. Um, actually, I probably watch more YouTube with the inundation of the TikTok stuff than uh, I used yeah. to. It's fucking up my algorithm. Like, it's, get... it's bad enough now that like. I can't really watch normal videos because my algorithm is so jacked. Mm. I um, I fall I fall victim to uh, Instagram Reels constantly. See, I don't use. It's the complete opposite uh, with uh, Instagram for me as it is on YouTube because YouTube before I started with the um. YouTube shorts, I had a built-in algorithm, you know, from normal videos. Yeah. Um, I have literally, except for the posts I do on um, the, the show's Instagram and the uh, several days of Disney food pictures that I posted before, I pretty much have no no presence on Instagram, so my my... My reels, for some reason, has decided that I want to see baby videos. Yeah. And um, a bunch of videos of, like, I get this a lot on YouTube shorts, too, just because I'll accidentally let one, like, I'll step away from the phone while one's playing and it'll play six times, so now it thinks I love this kind of thing. It's uh, uh, couples that are, like, prank each other and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. Or like like I see a bunch where like couples like predict what their other one the other one will say in different situations, and then like repeat the, like and they'll say something to them, and then as the the, the the significant other says that thing, then they'll say it too, and they'll be like, "Oh, I know you so well." I get that yeah. like a ton. I also get this blind guy. Uh, he's pretty cool. Um, I, I keep forgetting his name, but he's like he goes, "Hi, I'm blind, and this is how I." Do this. And he's like got like this crazy long hair and a beard, and he does judo. But he'll be like, "Hey, I'm blind. This is how I light a candle." And I'll show you how he lights a candle. Um, but you know what I got really into the other night? This one kid, who it's it's always him in a mason jar, 
and he'll put something in a mason jar and then pour some sort of liquor in it and then leave it for a week and then try it. I honestly thought you were like, I keep following this one video where it's just like a mason jar and then a guy sits on the mason jar and then it breaks. Well, like, for instance, the other day he, I watched, he did two that I remember. He, um, he put warheads in the jar, a bunch of warheads. Um, the candy, not the nuclear weapon. Yeah. And then uh, vodka. And then he let it sit for a week. And then he drank it, and it, he said it was like the, the, it, was, it was like super sour, like fruity vodka. And the other one I remember, which he said was fucking amazing, was he took uh, 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 butterscotch hard candies. Like one of those originals? Yeah. And then put them in the jar, and then poured a bunch of whiskey in it. Oh, uh, let it sit for a week. And he said it was it was amazing. <clears throat> oh, one time he did. What did he do? Like beef jerky and whiskey, and it was fucking. It looked the concept of it was gross. Some of some of them you could tell are just going to be gross. Like one time he put a, like a McDouble in with like a thing <laughs> of whiskey. I was like, I don't need to. I don't need to see what. What a McDouble looks like after a week in alcohol. Like, I don't um, need to know what it's like to take a shot of whiskey that's been soaking up all McDouble flavor for a week. Um, that's pretty that. um, oh, I was like, I'm like, I'm like, what? I was trying to read my notes to figure out where we were uh, before we went off on a weird period of tangent. Um, I just have a note that says, uh, uh, Jeff Bridges is always trying to take off Robert Downey Jr.'s shirt. He takes it off. He'd be like, he's so quick. He's like, let me see it. Take that top off, baby. He's like, oh, you know what? I do have a note that he's like, uh, he goes, when he says that Tony's back, he's like, as you can see, Tony's back. He's healthier than ever. I was like, just the fact that he's wearing a sling indicates that he may not be grievously hurt, but he is not healthier than ever. <laughs> um, oh, the show that Pepper is watching seems super exhausted like it's just like the guy like he's like tony stark he's like weapons manufacturer and he hit the button and like gunfire goes off he's like oh that's, not that's a real show anymore and then he hit the button and it's like womp, womp. like that's a real show i know but it seems super fucking exhausting i guess i mean it's it, it's if you're the kind of guy that watches that show you're probably on coke because you're like yeah. a wall street broker so it's probably like, yeah, fucking hit that button. Let's move. Let's go. <laughs> You're just in the um, dinner tables, just mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> oh, I think I like when he calls Pepper down and uh, she's doing like the surgery basically on him. He doesn't wear gloves. Yeah, she's like, she's like, ew, it's like in something. And he's like, it's an or it's an inorganic plasma. It's from the device. It's not from my body. And then she goes, it smells. And he just goes, yeah, it does. Like. <laughs> The way he says, yeah, it does, always makes me laugh. I like, I, I have a question as to how he can create this whole arc reactor uh, thing, but can't figure out a way to remove the shrapnel from his body. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, they do figure out a way to remove the shrapnel from his body. In, uh, oh, yeah, in the, the second or third one, right? In yeah, one of them, he, yeah, they remove the shrapnel. Like, he just literally has to go under the knife to have the shrapnel removed. Um uh, Tony loves peppers. Zach. I have a, a thing. I prefer salt. I have a thing here that says I like the whole trash can thing. What trash can thing am I referencing? 
whole trash can thing. I don't know. Okay. I love the whole trash can. Oh, I think I think he has a little trash can when he's redesigning the the suit, and he brings the the, the when he does that thing where he, he has that that whole thing where he can like make things, um, like in in like three D in front of him, and he's taking things away. Oh from yeah. The, he he puts it into a trash can uh, uh, icon next to. So I, I I like that bit. I like I like his interface. Um, that that whole um that whole um like the like thing that he uses like I see it in like it's like in every fucking movie now where there's just like a weird hologram that you can interact with with your hands. Um, we'll see again at the end of the month. Huh? We'll see it again at the end of the month. I know for sure. Yeah, exactly. Um, like, the, like every movie has one of them, and it's just like, why is that necessary? <laughs> it's the future, man. It's coming. Hey, do you um, do science wearing beaters? Like when Say you again? do science. When you do science, do you usually wear wife beaters? Yeah, absolutely. Because I think I. I I don't think that's standard, um, you know, uniform for doing science. Um, You're you're doing the wrong type of science. I'm I'm in my head. I'm saying the weird science thing, but just saying doing science instead of weird science. Yeah. Um, I, uh, I like when he's doing work. I forget exactly what he's working on. He's working on something. And like his robot arm that he always gives shit to, um, is uh, what's it called? He calls it something. Oh, I don't know. At some point, he calls it he calls it a tragedy. Like he he's like he no, like the robot's like, doing something, and he's like, "You are a tragedy." He calls it something at some point, and then at one point, um, uh, the what's it called? It, like in the in the um. The subtitles, I think, like it makes a noise, and like the subtitles called it the thing, like the the the, the name that he called it, like the the insult. That's pretty fucking like, funny. Um, I like in uh, Pulp Fiction where the guy says, "Uh, uh I'm, I'm I'm just a coffee uh, shop, coffee shop." Yeah. Um, uh, I like um, I like the look of the Mark II. The look, the Mark II with like the all chrome, looks cool. It's um, around this point where Ben continuously started asking me if he's a robot. Like, uh, he, yeah, he, he robot? Yeah. Is he a, he robot? a robot? Yeah, kind of. Is he a robot? Yeah, a little bit. Is he a robot? <laughs> I swear he's gotten... I mean, bless his inquisitive mind, but, you know, sometimes we gotta, we gotta shush a little bit. Um, I, I like the line that Tony gives. Tony says, you have to run before you can walk. Tony Stark is borderline irresponsible. Um, not borderline. Yeah, he's he just blatantly he's blatantly irresponsible. How much do you think um, it costs to crash through the roof, the piano, and the sports car? That's probably a good. Oh, dude, that sports car! I have a note. My my note is literally: he lands and destroys the Shelby Cobra. I fucking love that car. 
and Is like legit car? ones are expensive okay. as fuck. I don't know anything about cars. That was just a car that looked pretty. Yeah, like legit, like because they make like three like fab ones that are like like um I think they're like fiberglass bodies or something. And they're, you know, they're not real, so they're not, you know, worth as much. But, like, if you have, like, a real one, I'm pretty sure they're worth, like, a couple hundred thousand dollars, if not more. Um, and then, like, he, 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 he goes through, like, the ceiling of his shop, it has to be, like, like four feet thick concrete. Like, that's, that's, some, that's a patch job and a half. Like, it's costing him, it's going to cost him a lot of money to fix that fucking hole. Um. Yeah, the architecture is the. I think the. It's, uh, I mean, it's probably. <clears throat> um, oh Jesus! I just my. I literally just stopped having thoughts. Can we just move on? Because I don't know what I was going to say. I don't know if I. I might have That's just fine. done the thing Michael Scott does, um, where he just starts talking and just hopes he finds his way along. It's at it's at this point in the movie where the movie starts becoming a commercial for Audi. Everybody drives an Audi in this fucking movie. Tony drives an Audi. I think the Audi that he drives is an. R8 or something like that. Um, and Adam, then, do you uh, have an Audi or an Indy? Huh? Do you have an Audi or an Indy? I have an I have an Audi. Okay. Same. Um, but yeah, Tony drives one, Pepper drives one. Even the car that Obadiah picks up at the end of the movie with the mom and the kids in it is an Audi as well. Because it's a family vehicle. Stylish exactly. Not only not only do they make sports cars, but they make luxury sedans and family vehicles. Is um Stan Lee supposed to be Hugh Hefner here? I don't know if he's supposed to be Hugh Hefner, but that's like the joke that he makes. Yeah, I guess he's supposed he's the Hugh Hefner type. He's just an old guy in a in a fucking smoking jacket. With some um, some models on his arm. Yeah, basically, um, I don't get it. Like, I, I'm, 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 like in every, I don't know, in every other MCU cameo, like he has a like a thing, and um, like he has like he has like a like he has like a, a very defined like like not that's not true, like in in the majority of them he has just like a Oh, he's you know random guy, but like it's not. I'm like it's in this one. It's almost as if they're just like paying homage to him being who like Stanley is like the the fucking like he's you know he's the he created like half the fucking Marvel characters like so it's almost like they're trying to pay homage to him by saying he's like as big as Hugh Hefner, but and then they're also trying to figure out if he's actually supposed to be Hugh Hefner. It's very weird how they play his canyon. I think it's a subtle reference to the fact that Stanley was an unrepentant sex fiend. Was he? I don't. I don't know. Um. Yeah. Fucking a. Um. How do you not know your social? How does Tony not know his social security number? Because he's never had to, he's never had to put it on like a job application or, or. Yeah, no, I still feel like you should know it. You should, but that's just to, to show how everything, how much everything has always been done for him. Like he's never had to. He doesn't need to know his social security number because someone sure. else 
takes care of that. Yeah. So he has one person that handles the SSN. Um, I don't oh, like how sudden and, and without real like build up the sexual tension between Pepper and Tony comes on. Yeah, it comes on really quickly and really out of the blue. Um, like almost, it almost insinuates at a past, like a, a past tension. Like, but like for that to be the case, you kind of need to have it from the very first scene, and there isn't, it isn't really there in the first scenes with them together. Yeah. Um, the, the, I mean, the first. The first moment in the movie where we get like a little inkling of it is where he tells her that she's all he's got. And then I think, I don't think it's happened yet, but at a certain point, she tells him that he's all she has as well. Um, but like, yeah, the whole thing with them like dancing and then like it turns like instantly into them like about to kiss. And then, like, her getting flustered and needing a drink. Like, it does come on very quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, um, after Shortly after this, isn't it, like, something in this scene gets him put... Oh, it doesn't in a... Uh, Leslie Bibbs' character show him some pics of, of, like... Yeah, she shows him pictures. <laughs> after he's already made the announcement of them stopping the sale of weapons, she sends him... Shows him pictures of his weapons out in the field um, in... Uh, enemy hands. Um, so he, he gets all Iron Man. Oh, he's going to go do oh, something like that. Before we get there, um, have you ever had a martini? No. There's nothing about a martini that I would I would enjoy. I don't really like clear liquors. I don't like even the idea of olives being near my food drinks. Yeah. Or like the the concept of like it, the fact that someone could the, the fact that question could be asked me if I do want olive. I just like how she's she's like she's like like a like a lot of olives like three olives like <laughs> olives are gross. Um, did we talk about did we talk about oh yeah we did we talked about Bloody Marys last week right yeah we talked about Bloody Marys next week like, yeah so we talked about Bloody Marys last week we talked about martinis this week every tune week, in next week where we talk about Harvey Wallbangers every every week I'll tell somebody I'll, I'll tell the audience a drink I don't like no. Um, what will next week's be? I don't know. Oh, I was, I was reading a note trying to figure out what the fuck I was talking about. Um, we find out that, that, that the dude is a bad dude. Um, <laughs> I like, I like when he goes, when he flies the Iron Man suit to like the thing and like he turns and like all of the, the bad guys have like human hot, human shields and like, Jarvis just kind of targets all of their heads, and he just takes them all out with like one like little thing. Oh wait, I had a question though. When he's putting the suit on, what kind of socks do you think would be the best socks to wear? Because he, he, I think he's like he's not wearing shoes. He doesn't put shoes into the 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 feet, the suit feet. Like I think he's like wearing socks. Like what would be the best sock? Is like an ankle sock adequate, or do you need something that rides a little higher? I think you need to go something that little rides a little bit higher. Like maybe not a full tube, but definitely a little a little height to it. Like what you would wear with a high top. Yeah, actually, when I started wearing um, my my Doc Martens to work, I had to buy higher socks because like the top of the like the rim of the top of the boot um, was like digging into my ankle and like causing like 
not a not like a blister, but like it was causing like irritation. Like I was almost getting like a like a like a contact dermatitis from it. Mm. Yeah, I get that a little bit if I wear my boots too many days in a row because I just, I still wear ankle socks with them. Oh, excuse me. Uh, so yeah, he. Uh, oh, I, I do have a note. Uh, before he gets there to fight the terrorists, the the, uh, the line "put the women in the trucks" is said, which is a very dark sentence. It's very dark. Um, uh, keep talking. Run us through the whole uh, the thing while I run and go pee pee. The whole fight. Um. So we have the scene where he takes out like all the individual bad guys and like targets them all at once. Um. I like when he's flying and he gets hit with the shell from the from the tank, and then he lands and they shoot another shell at him, and he, um, um, he, like he, he did, it made me think like I wonder if I could do it because you made it look so easy, like he do, he just dodges the shit out of it like and. It made me think like it seemed like the the projectile from the tank was going very slow. Um, um, no, Adam, you could not do that. No, I, I guarantee. I know I couldn't do it. But like he, it made it like the way they were shot. Like it, the projectile looked like you could see it coming and literally just turn your shoulder and be okay. Um, like, I, I need you to. I need you to know, and I need you to tell me that you know that you cannot do that. No, I I, I can't. I promise you, I won't try. Okay. Um, but I like that he gets like they shoot him a, a second time, and it's like this big like you know projectile explosion, and then he shoots this little tiny thing that sounds like a child's toy that completely decimates the thing. That's that Stark technology, man. Um. Uh, oh, I love I love when he's trying to escape. And like the plane, the jets come after him, and then like his like the, like it's such a clever little thing that like he throws his um he throws his uh what's it called uh his fl- he opens up his flaps and he like he he, he super slows down and then mm-hmm. the jets go past him, but then he's just literally holding onto the belly of one of the planes, and that's why they can't pick him up on the radar. Um, Wish I had flaps to open. I don't have any flaps to open to do anything. Slow me down, speed me up, even nothing. No flaps. Um. Uh, oh, anything bad that ever happens to me from now on, I'm just explaining it away as a training exercise. Uh, uh, what does Rhodes do? I think what he is is he's basically. Um, He's he's in the military. He's 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 a member of the military. Obviously. But I think he works as a liaison between weapon between the military and weapons manufacturers. And what is his role in this in this situation? I don't know. We should stop oh, some authority. They call him in because they can't figure out what the hell it is. So they call him in thinking it's something some crazy weird sort of tech or something like that. Um, he seems like he has some authority. Yeah, I mean he's 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 a colonel. I think they call him a colonel or commander. I don't fucking know. They 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 say his rank, and he has a rank. Colonel sounds right. 
Colonel Sanders. Um, deliver Davy. Well, what's the line? Deliver Colonel Sanders down to Davy Jones' locker. That's the line. It's a uh, uh, sorry for some reason. Beastie Boys is coming into my mind. Um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, I like the robots taking off the armor, and like Pepper comes in, and she's like, "What's going on?" And like all of the robots pause for dramatic effect as well. <laughs> like. They all just keep they, it's, it's it's it makes me giggle. Oh, I have um, a question going back to the terrorist fight. Uh, a physics question. Okay, so at one point he punches through a like a cement wall to grab someone on the oh, other side. Oh, he grabs the, the chubby terrorist dude and then pulls him through the wall and then like defeats him. Wouldn't pulling him through the wall be enough because? It's the force of their body being pulled at a speed and velocity, uh, a certain speed of velocity that would break the wall. So they're being pulled hard enough. Their body is breaking the wall, not his arm. So wouldn't pulling someone through a brick wall be enough to hurt them? Um, There's a few things in this movie that happen to people that should probably, to me, in my mind, would kill them. Um, Even like, earlier, when he's testing the the the, the oh, that's was, literally what I was about to say. When he's testing the flight and he flips backwards into the fucking ward, like ceiling, he should mm-hmm. have died. Well, he's been injured. Yeah. Um. The dude. Oh, I see. I keep referring to him as. I keep referring to. Jeff Bridges is the dude, and I'm confused by my notes. Um, um, we find out that uh, uh, we find out that Obadiah. We don't find out that Obadiah put out the hit on Tony yet. Yes, we do. Because this is where Pepper goes into his office. Because my one of my next notes is she oh, pulls up the video right. yeah, it is. of the terrorist. And she just types the word translate in the computer. And it just translates it. Yeah. Um, I, I, was, I literally, if I just looked at my next note down, that's it, it's, it's so, yeah. So we find out that Obadiah is in bed with the bad guys. Um, I would assume that, like, Tony would ha- be able to access the system at work from home. Right? Maybe not Obadiah's specific computer. Maybe. Um, I like how he lets her go and then he realizes something's up. I was yeah. like, what did you think she was doing in there? What did you think she was fucking doing, dude? Just get, get the paper. The yeah, I'm just, just getting the paper. I'm going to go get the paper. Get the paper. Get, 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 get the paper. Um, yeah, that translator thing is like super fucking convenient. And you know what's even more convenient than the translator? The fact that the terrorists only speak in super heavy exposition. Mm-hmm. They're like, why would you pay us, Obadiah? Why, why you, Obadiah Stane, would pay us, the bad guys, to kill this Tony Stark? You did not tell us, the dude, that... Um, I do like the baller move of catching someone in your office probably doing something wrong and still taking time to pour some drinks. It's not his office. It's Tony's office that he's in. I don't think so. No, because Tony says you need to go to my office. Then why does he have... 
All right, well, then I'm confused as to why he can't access I thought he was in Obadiah's office. Yeah, no, he's in his... She goes to his office, which confuses me um, of why he Obadiah. can't access his computer, his system. Yeah, I thought it was Obadiah's office, which is why he would specifically need... No, go... because he even... Like, the screensaver is the hot route that he's building. Um, See, anything with a car, I just kind of blind spotted out. Like, I remember there being a hot rod, but I didn't know Tony was building a hot rod. I thought, mm-hmm. oh, that's an interesting, like, not interesting, but, like, that's a, like, you know, subtle character build. Like, you, Obadiah likes hot rods, because I thought it was Obadiah's office. Yeah. Um, so this is why we do the podcast, Adam. I learn new, something new every time we, we talk. Exactly. Um, uh, everybody's about to get treated to a little treat while we're recording. I'm gonna wordle. Ooh, ooh, oh, oh! I can wordle too. Um, yes, we're in the same time zone. No, no, like because it's only on a 24-hour basis, and I did mine at midnight. So, like, I can I I do mine at midnight every night now. Yeah, same. So, yes, you can do your wordle too because we're in the same time zone. It's now after 10 o'clock. No, but I mean, like, it's a 24-hour thing. So, like, if I did my, I assume. If I did my Wordle at no, 6 p.m. on a Thursday, thing, I couldn't do it again until 6 p.m. on Friday. No, it's a midnight thing, I think. Oh, is it a midnight thing? I thought it was like a 24-hour thing. No, it is a 24-hour thing because there's a timer. Yeah, till the next one releases 24 hours from now at midnight. Oh, well, whatever. Um, uh, oh. Uh, Obadiah is wearing a, a khaki uh, suit. <laughs> uh, it's just his jacket that's khaki, but like the, the the khaki jacket is a is a weird but also baller move. Um, I wish I knew how this like sonic disruptor that they keep using works because it seems pretty fucking badass. Um, like. It's it's just it seems like it's I think I feel like like it has no consequence like you just hook except hook line and sinker that it does what they, what it what it does but I well, yeah, know it's, how it's it an goes. ambiguously like um, an ambiguous thing that you can't even like you can make literally you could tell me that it does anything because it doesn't look like it's doing anything specific. Mm-hmm. Um. She sounded like she was in the bedroom. Uh, just, uh, just so you know, I got the Wordle in five. Um, What'd you say? I got the Wordle in five. In five? How many do you get? Six or seven? Six, yeah. Six. Um, um, but yeah, like the, the Agra, like it literally just looks like if you told me it was like making clean water, you know, like just like pulling clean water out of thin air, I'd be like, yeah, that looks like it's doing it. That's absolutely doing that just the whole time, just pulling the water yeah. clean out of thin air. Yeah, look, look at that thing go with all like, making that water. Oh um, man, this is a, this wordle's rough because it's yeah, literally it's, just a yellow letter in uh, me and Zach's usual uh, technique. Um, yeah, it is. It is a hard one. Um, um, but if you did the words that I do, you would have got a green letter. Um, 
Where am I in the notes? Uh, oh, I don't like the weird picture video, the weird video call capabilities that all his phones have. It's not, it's not normal. Like, not as we know it today. Like, I think we're just used to how uh, like, uh, FaceTime works. Yeah. It looks that, like, in this, this photo, it just looks off. Um, uh, oh, I have a note. Uh, so, Obadiah paralyzes Tony. Mm-hmm. And then he pulls his reactor out, and Tony's body does like a jump. Would his body still do that if he was paralyzed? Uh, maybe, maybe it's like I don't because like I assume when you're paralyzed, it's like it's your voluntary like movement that's paralyzed. Oh no, no, it's, I don't think it would. When I was just yeah, I think, I, I, maybe so like when you're legitimate paralyzed, not sonic disruptor paralyzed. I don't know because it's all bananas, dude. Let me ask my nurse wife. Back. If somebody's body is paralyzed, do they ever? Like, I don't know if somebody knows this, but I'm paralyzed. Like, uh, uh, She's not a paralyzed doctor. Yeah, you're not a paralyzed doctor. That would be a neurologist. Would they? I think they're called paralyzed doctors. Yeah, they're called paralyzed doctors. Becky used to be rich. Is there a kind of paralyzed where you don't have conscious movement, but you have uh, like reflexive movement? Like uh, in this case, Someone's paralyzed by some like, to- like not a toxin or something, a shot, I forget what it is. And he, they, they do. It's, it's a sonic disruptor, Zach. Then listen to pain response, like a, a shudder from pain. I don't know, you're a nurse. You st- I'm sure at some point you read something about somebody being paralyzed. She doesn't know, she just stared at me. She's got to teach somebody how to be a nurse next week. And uh, God forbid the girl asked you about paralyzed people back. She's going to do a great so, job. So I'm on, I'm on my fourth guess of Wordle, and I have the first letter and the third letter green, which is S and I. Spoiler alert. Um, can I give you a hint? Because... I didn't know this, and if you don't know this, I think it's kind. Of, I think it should be right up front that you need to know this. What's that? There's a double letter. Oh, I didn't know. The first time, the one I've gotten wrong, this this whole time I've been doing them had a double letter because I didn't know they did double letters. Oh, that's fancy. So I feel like you. So should there's be, a double letter in this one. Yes, I feel like you should be told up front that two of the spaces. Are the same letter. Oh, interesting. That changes th- everything. It does, and and I think you should should be told up front that that is even a possibility. You told me double letter, and I instantly got it. Did you? <laughs> yeah. That's because you've got what, Adam? I've got I've got skills, Zach. There you go. Um, <laughs> it took me. I got I I. Uh, I ended up having to do three full guesses with the S, the I, and the double L. I, I went shill, spill, and then skill. Um, yeah, they don't tell you up front that there could be double letters. The system they set up where they tell you where things go kind of, I think, built in insinuates it's all single single letters. Yeah. Um, I Yeah, like I would have never guessed that there was a double letter. 
Yeah. So now you know. Now you know to keep an eye out. It's very rare. Like this, I said, this is my uh, this is my twenty fifth one played, and this is only the second one I've seen with a double letter. Oh, fun. But I'm currently on a thirteen day streak. I've done four, and I've gotten three of them right. Amateur numbers. Yeah, I know. Um. Oh, excuse me. The uh, the Sweetwater IPA just kind of gave me like a little like weird aftertaste. Um, Look, you still got them? Yeah, because I don't do I don't drink during the week. I only I literally only drink. That's true. On... Here at work, I'm on the other end. Uh, I have problems. I drank. Those were gone the day I got them. Mm-hmm. Um. Oh yeah, I just turned my notes off. Uh, so yeah, we're getting close. We get close uh, now. Uh, Tony, uh, Tony gets the other thing in. He, he, uh, he, uh, we still don't know anything about what his his pain response would have been. But Wait, I'm, I'm I'm trying to get my other beer. Um, the dude is wearing khaki suit. I wish he had The dude stole Tony's heart. That's Gwyneth Paltrow's job. <laughs> Um, um, all in all, we get to the big fight between. And have you ever heard the? Oh wait! Before we get to the big fight, when um, Jeff Bridges is like being menacing to Tony while he's like paralyzed, Tony's bleeding from his ear, which is a really nice fucking touch. Like it's very like, oh, Tony's in a bad shit in a bad spot right now. So I don't remember what exactly is the paralyzing thing. Is it like a? What's it's it like doing? a weird, like it's like a weird little Sonic thing. Like it makes just yeah. like a, it looks like a fucking, like flash drive that makes a fucking high pitched sound or something. Mm. It's weird. Um, I wish I knew how it worked. Um, so here's the question that I was talking about earlier. Um, you were saying how you like how the Mark One looks, um, like how it's just kind of like unfinished and like thrown together and shit like that. So they collect all the pieces of the Mark One, and then you later see it assembled in sector six in section sixteen, where Obadiah was building his version. Um, do you think Obadiah went big with the suit because they couldn't figure out how to make it smaller, or do you think he was just going for intimidation? Because there's the whole thing where, like, when he yells at the guy and tells him that. Um, Tony built it in a cave with a box full of scraps. They're, the whole thing is that they're trying to make the, the arc reactor smaller and they can't I figure out how to do it. I think what it is is that he's reverse engineering the technology from that suit mm. while Tony is working on new technology. If he had gotten the second suit, he would have been able to, I mean, he might, like, and then reverse engineered. It would have looked like that suit, not the other suit. Because he's, it's different. It's similar, but different and more advanced technology. So it looks like that because that's the technology that he was working from. He didn't have yeah. the technology to make the stuff form around his body. He's not yeah. reverse engineering that technology. That's true. Um, I realize that, like, to, in like literally every, like, we, like the whole thing, like, there's the. I think it. I, I, um, 
I can't remember when he says it, but like he's but like I feel like um the, he it's it's uh, fuck, I wish I could remember. I think it's like Doctor Strange telling him that telling Tony that um excuse me, that like he's not like the hero type or something like that, or like he'll never or no, I think Captain America. I think it's one. I think one time uh, Chris Evans says it to him, where he's like, "He'll never be the one to make that, like, to do that, like, make that sacrifice, or whatever." He literally fucking sacrifices himself every fucking chance he gets. He tries to sacrifice himself in this. Sacrifice tries to sacrifice himself in Avengers. He's just always sacrificing himself. Um, have you heard the complaint about the MCU that no uh, all the villains are just have the same powers? As the hero, they're just bad. No, it's true. I mean, like, think of even just think of the first couple. You got this one. Um, it's basically you got this one, Whiplash, and the next one. Uh, Thor is just fighting another god. Yeah, America is fighting another super soldier. Um, Ant Man is fighting another guy in a bug suit. <laughs> um, they're basically, yeah, they're basically, they, the heroes always just fight bad versions of themselves. Which, aren't we all? Exactly. I'm, I mean, I'm fighting the bad guy in my soul. Deep down. Yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> what, 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 earlier today, my wife's uncle was over, and um, you mentioned somebody fighting, somebody was, in the like, someone was, Fighting a, a old white man or something like, like like in a TV show or something. I was like, aren't we all in a way? Yeah. What was it? What were you guys talking about? Majority said something about somebody fighting an old white man. I said like, aren't we all in a way? What were we talking about? Like a movie or a TV show or something? That's my friend brother. I know how to do it. Oh, well, okay. It was some news article that, or like a, a, a thing, like, uh, like, uh, yeah. But yeah, like, like, uh, like, think she was running, running from an old white man. And I said, aren't, aren't an older white man? I said, aren't we all in a way? <laughs> uh, sorry, you're a fucking idiot. Uh, <laughs> I'm reading my notes. Um, Obadiah says that Tony, in an attempt to get rid of, in an attempt to, to get rid of weapons, he created the best one. Is the Iron Man suit really the best weapon? As, uh, so far. Yeah. Um, I, how do they talk to each other in their suits? I don't know. It seems like it shouldn't be. They should be able to hear each other, you know, through the the suits. Um, I don't like uh, Obadiah's robot voice, so maybe you can like project it because his voice is robot-ish. Yeah. So maybe they have some sort of microphone system. Um, yeah, we can check your typical, you know, Marvel fight. A lot of go, a lot going on. A lot of boom, bangs and whistles. Uh, does Obadiah, why does Obadiah die? Why did he die? Does he fall? I don't remember. Because I know his he, suit gets fried, but does that... Well, no, like, like, 
when Pepper Pepper blows the arc reactor, and um, he like, he gets like electrocuted basically. Like he gets like fried with a suit, and then he fall. No, he gets like electrocuted, and then he falls like ten stories to the bottom of the to the bottom floor, and then the fucking building blows up. Still, but what what? <laughs> I don't. I don't see anything fatal in that. Yeah. Um. I, I, again, I don't know how the arc reactor works. So when I threw it. I thought it was more like an EMP kind of situation. But, yeah. It, you know, it just it just. It and I thought, I thought the risk to Tony would be that his his reactor would shut off, and his reactor is keeping him alive. Well, it does. That is the risk. But it turns out you, you could also get electrocuted. You're telling me. I mean, that's what it looked like. I don't fucking know, dude. I'm not a scientist. Um, I like when he's holding the press conference. Oh, yeah. And, the building um, blows up. Isn't Pipe Pepper in, like, the room that blows up? No, she runs out. No, I don't. I didn't see that. I didn't pay too much attention. Um, were you with the Susan? Yes. At the press conference he's holding, he's like, he's like, you insinuating that I'm a superhero. And she's like, oh, I never said that you're a superhero. He's like, that would be outlandish. And then he has this pause and he gets like a smirk. He's like, fantastic. Like, <laughs> uh, let's get to a big question about this movie. It has come out and it is now a famous movie fact that him revealing himself to be Iron Man is improvised. Oh, really? I didn't know that. You, yeah, he just improvised it and they liked it and kept it, which makes me think what was going to be the like what would it be different in the MCU now if he didn't improvise that because there's uh, a certain celebrity to these superheroes within the universe that I don't think you could have with anonymity with the characters you know what I mean yeah like there's a Steve Rogers musical. I could do this all day. Like, like if if Steve Rogers, like, would they have if if Iron Man wasn't out as Iron Man, would they then not have made Steve Rogers be like everyone knows that Captain America is Steve Rogers? And then there's certain people who are like they just like. They they just have like their. I feel like, like like uh fucking what's his name, like Hawkeye, like Hawkeye doesn't have like a. He's, like, he's a guy. Identity. Doctor Strange has a secret identity. Everybody. Doctor like, Strange didn't even change his name. Yeah. Which gave you that that fun uh, little interaction in in uh, Infinity War when when uh, uh, Spider Man is like, "Hey, I'm Peter." He goes, "I'm Doctor Strange." It was oh, we're using our made up names. All right, I'm Spider Man. Yeah, I like that. Line. Um, so yeah, that's a. Then well, we the can... movie, I say the movie. I say you, we mentioned it, but the movie ends with a, uh, I am Iron Man, and then it cuts into the credits with Iron Man playing, and then we get to the the end credit sequence. Um, the birth of the the, the post credit scene. Excuse me. As, as, um, we, as we know it today. I um. I, I honestly, I was thinking like I, as I started playing, I'm like I don't think I've ever seen, excuse me, seen this end credit sequence, and then I realized that I had. 
Um, but it's uh, it, just it, Tony it, coming downstairs, and um, he's like, "What's going on?" And uh, <laughs> Nick Fury's like, "You're a part of a bigger universe." And I'm like, "Could it possibly be the Marvel Cinematic Universe?" <laughs> I gotta tell you, it gave me goosebumps a little bit this post credit scene because it like to see the beginning of everything yeah. that is still unfolding as we speak. Um, it, like, which has now spanned, what are we up to? Like 20, 24 movies. I think it was 22 after Endgame, And then you had homecoming and eternals or no way home and eternals. So I think yeah. we're up to like 24 movies. Uh, it's just crazy that it all stemmed from this one movie. And then the biggest movie, like literally, uh, one like the biggest movie of all time, besides that movie I haven't seen, came from this post credit scene in a way. Um, yeah. So yeah, that's Iron Man. That's, that's this is where we started. We're gonna show you guys. We're gonna bring you guys along the way. See what see where we're going. Where we where we've been and where we're going, if you will. Um. Do you have a favorite? Do you have a favorite in credit sequence? Uh, nothing jumps out immediately. Like I probably, if I sat down and like watched a compilation of all of them, I would, I would fall upon the one that uh, I'd be like, oh yeah, this one definitely. Maybe Shang Chi's because it, it kind of raises a bunch of questions. Um, uh, oh yeah. Um, other than that, I can't think of one off the top of my head. Do you? Um, I think I, I'm a, I like the one. It's very short and it's very. I think it's literally only like, like a line of dialogue, but it's the one where like Thanos walks into the vault in Asgard, and takes out the Infinity Gauntlet and puts it on and goes, "Fine, I'll do it myself." That's good. Yeah. Huh? That's a good one. Next I don't week's. Remember, I don't remember what it's at the end of, but. Next week's kind of silly one is is good. Um. With a cameo from a uh, a Marvel property, okay, a cameo from Seth Green. Um, uh, you want to get to the next segment? Because what do we got? Uh, we got a, I mean, kind of. Um, we got uh, seventeen minutes. You think we could fit it all in? Yeah, probably. All right, let's um, it out. So I'll, I'll let Zach intro the 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 top five because originally my top five was. Um, this movie, I've always heard this movie as being a redemption for uh, for Johnny Depp, not Johnny Depp, for Robert Johnny Jr. Strangely, um, strangely, this movie was like Johnny Depp viewed this as his redemption. <laughs> he saw Iron Man and goes, "Finally, finally, something for me." Um, so yeah, so I wanted the top five to be top five like actor, like redeeming roles for actors. But honestly, all I could think of was Robert Downey Jr. Now, Zach, you said you had two other ones off the top of your head. Just from three other that. ones, up, three other ones off the top. What of my were head. the other ones? Mickey Rourke and the Wrestler. Oh, okay. Um, uh, John Travolta in Pulp Fiction. And who was the other one? There was another one. Oh, Michael Keaton in, in uh, Birdman. Like, like redemption in terms of like. You you had your time and you're gone and you come like he was like I I, I thought of it almost as comeback. Movies. Yeah. Uh, but instead, um, I thought now we got to be very clear with the language here. There are two ways this could have gone. Top five. We 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 went with top five songs that are also names of titles of song of movies. Yeah. 
so we're listing songs we like that are also the title of movies, not movies we like that are also titles of songs. Um, so you're the host, so I'll go first. I got Sweet Home Alabama by, by Skinner. I got uh, Across the Universe by The Beatles. I got Just Like Heaven by The Cure. I got Loser by Beck. And I got Friend of the Show, My Blue Heaven by Take a Mac Sunday. Um, I was going to put My Blue Heaven on mine as well. Um, but I have uh, American Pie. Nice. Uh, by oh, Donald that's a good one. You know what? I'm like, I'm, uh, I, I would drop Sweet Home Alabama for American Pie. Yeah. That's a good one. Um, so I have American Pie by Don McLean. I have Just Like Heaven as well by The Cure. Um, I have La Bamba by Richie Valens. Um, I have Straight Outta Compton by NWA. And I don't know what movie this is, but I'm a really big fan of the song, which is Time After Time by Cyndi Lauper. I've never heard of a movie called Time After Time. Let's look it up. Let's look it up, Ben. Let's look it up. I'm looking it up. <laughs> I just switch out of the world. Um, time after time. Uh, it's a 1970 movie, 1979 movie starring Malcolm McDowell and Mary Steenburgen. Nice. Oh, wow. This has got a crazy plot. H.G. Wells, the writer of The Time Machine, pursues Jack the Ripper to the 20th century when the serial murderer uses the future writer's time machine to escape his time period. Oh, that shit, dude. I'm, I'm watching the movie tonight. That sounds crazy. Dude, I'm watching Robert the movie. Please, H.G. Um, Wells. Of, I'm going to say of my... Of the movie, of the songs that I have on my list, I've seen all of the movies that also share their name. And I don't, you know, like, Just Like Heaven is kind of bullshit. Um, but I don't mind. Seen, I don't mind the other ones. I've seen one one of the movies on my list. Uh, I'm just trying to find if Time After Time is streaming anywhere. That's a movie <laughs> night if I've ever seen one. Yeah. Um, uh... Hey, Adam. Yep. You got a question for me? I do have a question for you, Zach. Where do babies come from? Vaginas. V- vaginas. It's um, not what, streaming anywhere, but it looks crazy. What do you, um, what do you, Zach, what are you watching this week besides Iron Man? The Woman in the House Across the Street from the Girl in the Window on Netflix. Um, now, you said it was good? It was great. It was, it was pretty good, yeah. Um, because... When I first saw the title, and I, I, I was like, I'm gonna fucking hate this because it reminded me of like, it, it, it reminded me of like not another teen movie, like, but like worse, like because not it's another teen movie was good. way more subtle than that. Like yeah. you go online and you'll, it's subtle enough that you'll go online and you'll see people like, I was confused by the title, why the title was so strange, but the the draw, like, like, and they think it's like a real, like they don't get it. Like it's subtle enough that you need, like, you cannot get it, I guess. Um, but like little things, like, um, just like strange, like it's just it makes like it's strange, like, she, like uh, you find out very early the uh, what's her name? Uh, uh, we had a bit of confusion last week because you texted me that uh, what I read is Anna 
you're like, oh, with uh, like with, with Anna in it, which is what you meant, Anna. From, from I meant Anna, so, yeah. But Anna is the name of the character. So I'm like, oh, why does he know the name of the character? <laughs> um, Anna's daughter had previously died. And every time they go, she goes to the grave, the epithet is different. Like it's just changed. Like it's a it's a new saying. Oh, that's weird. Um, um, for humor. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so things like um, like she's looking for clues to something, and literally within the like a five minute scene, every time she gets to the next step, like she's looking for a book, and then she finds the book, and she goes bingo, and then she's like looking for a phone number, and she finds the phone number, she goes bingo. And then she calls and she talks to the person and they're like, all right, we'll send you the files. And she hands you and goes, bingo. Like she just says bingo after everything. Like it's just very, very silly, silly humor. Like the people who made it all wrote on like Robot Chicken. And I think like, I I, I want to say maybe Children's Hospital on Adult Swim. If I'm, I might've completely made that up. Um, they come from that kind of like, um, you know, Adult Swim, like, like, silly like weird kind of like it's hard to, to like explain explain it without citing specific things mm-hmm. which then like ruin the fun of the show but the I will say the backstory for the death of the daughter is quite possibly the funniest thing in the entire show which mm-hmm. sounds strange until you see it it's just so absurd that you're like and played so straight that like like I, I laughed into the next scene and then like maybe throughout the, the entire next scene about the, the backstory. It's just so strange. Um but yeah a lot of people to like I, I went on the uh the the what's it called the uh the Reddit for the show and like half of the people were like I don't get this show. It seems very silly for a for like a, like a such a serious drama. <laughs> um, uh, no, they did. They were on uh, uh, Robot Chicken, and they wrote on uh, Mike Tyson Mysteries. Do you remember that show? Where what Mike was it? Tyson, Mike Tyson Mysteries. No. It was Mike Tyson, his pigeons, and his adopted Asian American daughter solving mysteries. No. It was a full swim set. But uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. We watched all eight episodes last night. Like, it, it, You could get through it in a night if you start early enough. Um, Adam, what are you watching? Um, uh, so I feel like last week I said um, that I'd watched like, the first episode and a half of Yellow Jackets. Mm-hmm. I finished Yellow Jackets. Um, and then I... I started a, the season. I started season two of a show where I think I turned Zach onto it, um, and then he was like all about it, and he's talked about it twenty times in this fucking podcast. And then I like fell off of it, but I started watching season two of Euphoria. Um, are you um, caught up? Are you up to date? No, I'm not. I, I'm. I'm like. I think I'm on like episode three or something like that. I think there's only been three. Oh really? I thought there was more out. I don't remember. I don't. Th- I haven't finished the episode though. So like, whatever episode I'm on, I'm only like, I think I have like 15 minutes left in it. There's only there's three or four. Let's see. Um, 
I'll tell you in a second if it'll if it'll allow me to open HBO Max without shutting this. Um, I am on. Oh, there's four. There's four. Oh no. Oh no. Where'd it go? Where? Oh wait. That's here it is. Tomorrow is episode. Am... Oh, there's only eight episodes this season. Is that the season two? Oh, there was eight episodes then too. I felt like oh, it was like maybe, a ton episodes. Maybe I had 15 minutes left in. I see now. I have fallen asleep while watching it. Because it says I've watched all four episodes, but I don't remember watching all four episodes. Yeah. Um, um, so, yeah, I, so I started started season two for you, finished Yellow Jackets. Cannot fucking wait for Yellow Jackets to come back. Um, I, I think, think season two of Euphoria, by the way, before we get too far away from it, I think so far the first four episodes of Euphoria, the season, are better than last season. I think mm. I'm like more. Like uh, I, I'm more interested in what's going on in this season than I. Becky, because even Becky commented like the first it starts slow. I was like, yeah, I don't remember really the pace of it. I just remember being appalled at these children. Yeah. Um. Spoiler: I don't remember what episode it's in, but like the last thing I remember seeing is Rue going to like the drug lady's house and like mm-hmm. proposing her idea to her. Well, I'm very worried about Rue. Our dear Rue. I'm very worried about her. Yeah. Um, um, but yeah, that's all I've been watching. Um, Zach, you are our social media lord of the podcast. I think that people should follow us on social media and, um, uh, you know, follow us on social media and see your funny work. Do we do the social media part? Do we do the social media no, part? Or we do it first, last. Or do we do the, what are we doing next week first? We do next week next. I'm fucking losing it, dude. Next week, we will continue uh, Movie MCU. Club Universe. Yeah. <laughs> MCU, the MC stands for Movie Club Universe. Um, that's, that's what we have to call it. MCU and then in parentheses, the MC stands for Movie Club. Yeah. It's like um, when I came up with that idea for uh, Furters. Oh, yeah. And there was a H.H. H. Holmes was a horse, and it just would say, instead of a pun, it would just say H.H. H. Holmes, and then in parentheses, it would say the H's stand for horse. <laughs> I think that might be my favorite further. Anyway, what, were, what are we doing next week, Adam? Next week, Zach, we are going to be doing something from the beautifully deranged mind of James Gunn. Oh, God. <laughs> Oh, yeah, by the way, we've also been watching Mandalorian Season 3, Episode 2, and yeah. we've both been watching Peacemaker. Um, we're yeah, going to be that, watching that's... something from the beautifully deranged mind of James Gunn. We'll be doing the first Guardians of the Galaxy movie. Yeah, like I said, we're trying to cover a bunch of bases. So we start with the, where it began, then we're touching on the, the roots of, I feel like, comedy within the, um, the MCU. Uh, and then we'll, we'll we'll continue on from there. But yeah, uh, next week, as as uh, will be the case all month, uh, all movies that will be on this month are available on Disney Plus for you to stream. And if we real quick want to do our social media plugs because we're we're coming up on time, I think we can get it under the wire. Um, yeah, real quick, uh, follow us on Twitter at Summer Movie C L U and then the number one. Follow us on the Instagram at Summer Movie Club. Um, Zach 
always post the funniest pictures on there. I forgot about how funny the Titanic one is because like my face looks like I'm appalled by the pictures that I'm looking at, but Alex's face looks like he's really trying to fuck me. So <laughs> And he put on special glasses for it. Yeah, he put on special glasses to fuck. Um so follow the because this week's too, I'm very small. But yeah, I was like, why are you always like smaller in the background? I was like, I think it's just funny. Like, it's like, uh, like it's almost like, like a where's Waldo. Yeah, like, I like the one for Ernest Scared Stupid, where it was you was Ernest, and then just all the way in the background, it's just me waving. It's literally yeah, just you standing on the hill waving. Um, uh, but yeah, so follow us on the social media. We would love to have you guys follow us and interact with us and let us know what you want us to cover. Let us know what you think about the MCU. Let us know what your favorite MCU movie is. Um, like us on the Instagram. We might like you back, Zach. Like them I, back like, I, literally follow, I follow I literally everybody that follows us. I'm like, yeah, click. Um, but yeah, um, so follow us on the social media. Join us next week for the beautifully deranged mind of James Gunn uh, presents uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. And um, Zach, if you got nothing else to say, I will say, as we always say, Uh, Be safe, be healthy, be kind to one another. And uh, we'll see you guys next week for another episode of Movie Club Universe. I am Iron Man. I am Iron Man. I'm inevitable. We'll see you guys next week.